The following is a presentation of the Boston Podcast Network. Podcasting is a great way for professionals to tell their story. Find out how you can get started at pod617.com. This is our f***ing city. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Boston Podcast. I hope your morning is going well. Or your evening is going well, or perhaps your afternoon is going well. Who knows when you're listening to this podcast? It could be three in the morning. If it is, then get to sleep, people. It's important. Remember, drink more water and sleep more, and it'll be a much happier place. But I digress. Thanks for joining us on the Boston Podcast, brought to you by Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. Check out all the stuff we have at pod617.com. And if you want your own podcast, there's plenty of buttons on there you can push and figure out how you can get involved with us. We produce podcasts right here out of our Westwood Mass Studios, our secret podcast bunker. You should visit it sometime. Check it out. You can email me if you want, by the way, david at pod617.com. My guest, who has been waiting ever so patiently, although uh, she forgot to turn off her email notification, I think. Is that right, Joyce? Is that your dinging I hear? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you are forgiven. I do it all the time. But Joyce Duval is the executive director of Christopher's Haven. And I was just kind of asking her best to uh, encapsulate what the organization does. And the tagline says it pretty well. A home for kids where cancer hits home. So first of all, welcome to the show, Joyce. Thank you so much. And you are joining us from, uh, I'm going to guess, pretty balmy uh, Atlanta, did you say? Yes, it's a beautiful, sunshiny day, a little chilly, but it's getting up, it's getting up to 68, 69 now. Uh, we, we're celebrating 45 degrees here in Boston. So I, I was there last week. I come every month, so I get little reminders of my lifelong history with cold. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, tell, where did you grow up, by the way? Uh, well, well, I grew up in Bedford, moved to Sudbury. I mean, all my brothers and sisters graduated from Lincoln Sudbury, and all of my kids graduated from Lincoln Sudbury High School. Right. Um, so I've been uh, living in Massachusetts most of my life. And only recently transplanted, uh, fled the cold, fled the cold weather. Yeah, the last week. The last year that we were here was that big snowstorm, and out in Sudbury, we got 120 inches of snow in one month. That was my mail notification that time. See, I told you it happens to the best of us. <laughs> you never know what's going to happen on the Boston podcast. There are things binging and pinging all the time, so I think we're good now. I just turned mine off. Um, okay. So how long have you worked with Christopher's Haven? Well, uh, right from the beginning, we started talking about this in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, a friend of mine had cancer three times and saw the need for <clears throat> housing uh, in in uh, Boston for people who are doing uh, outpatient treatment for cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just started talking about it, and it wasn't until 2006 we finally opened up our first apartment uh, right behind Mass General. Okay. Uh, you know those apartments that say, if you lived here, you'd be home now. Yeah, of course. So that's where we are. Mm-hmm. And so by 2008, we had eight apartments. 
Mm-hmm. And um, then Robert Kraft actually gave us money to open up two more. You know, so, you know, I'm going to make sure everyone heard that, Robert Kraft, because I don't know if you heard he could use a little boost in the reputation right now. Although yeah, maybe, I heard about that. <laughs> although he just he just gave what I thought was a a, a, a pretty uh, compelling apology and whatnot. I think that I think that book is closed. I think that chapter has been closed in his life. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but, but he was very generous with us. So well, this is what I'm saying. I mean, when we we talk about our celebrities and our people of prominence, and we get obsessed with the, when they get into trouble, and maybe we forget. He donates to a host of charities, but that's um, wonderful to hear. How did he um, have some particular? Was it the Myra uh, connection since he lost his wife to cancer that inspired him? Do you think, or? Well, it that did it. It really touched. I mean, actually, we were one of the few charities that he's donated to that he actually came out to visit, mm. and um, you know, he he <clears throat> he was very emotional. So he came. He came to. And when you say he came to visit the these uh, the the first house you opened in the no, okay. No, this is the whole we have a whole floor of apartments. Okay. Okay. And uh, he came it was two years ago, and the reason I think the way he found out about us is that uh, Chris Evans is a big Patriots fan, mm-hmm. and he was following him, and he invited Chris to watch the game with him in his box. Hmm. And so, I don't know, I guess they were talking and he found out that Chris had a charity and it was Christopher's Haven. So my husband and I were down here in Atlanta, turned on the game to watch it, and I got a phone call. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, after hours when I'm watching the game, I don't usually answer phone numbers that I... Um, don't that recognize. I, and so I, went, but I thought, oh, I'll just answer this one. I picked it up and the person on the other end said, hi, Joyce. This is Bob Kraft. And I, I was hung up. Uh, then I thought it was this guy that was working for me was pulling my leg. Because it, so it, it would have been, uh, he's, he's a guy that's imitable, so to speak. So that could be a prank, you know. If you, well, Hi, George, this is, this is Robert Kraft <laughs> up here in Foxborough. Jonathan, quiet down. I'm trying to talk on the phone. It's the best well, yeah. Bob Kraft I have. Sorry, others do better. That's great. That yeah. was great. Thank that was you. Great. Thank you. Uh, no, his his uh, foundation manager um, told me that he he gets a really a thrill out of being able to talk to people and he, and tell them that he's giving them all this money. Mm. And so they warned him, if you do this, you know you're going to get hung up on. Mm. And so right. he said, well, and that'll just laugh even harder, and I'll call them back. Mm-hmm. So he he said, this is Bob Kraft, and I just I said, it is. I said hello, and he said. I'm here with a friend of yours, and uh, and I hear this voice in the background go, "Hey, Joyce, how you doing?" And it was Chris. Right. And I, I I said, "Chris, what's going on?" And he was just he's just started laughing. Now, had you been friendly with him when you were younger? My well, my kids. Your kids, right? Through your kids. So yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and, and I know, I assume. I well. Right. I assume you sort of followed his exploits as he became more and more famous. He was, oh, yeah, well, he, he did stuff in high school. He, I think he did his first movie when he was in high school. Oh, jeez. Yeah. It was, and, I think, it, I mean, it was, I had always kind of heard of him and seen him in this movie or that movie. I think it was the Captain America thing that kind of put him into, uh, made him a household name. It did, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah, he fought it for a long time, too, doing it. We were talking before we started recording that 
um, you know, Chris, obviously I, I've seen him as an actor. I don't know what he's like personally, but you seem struck by the fact that he's, he's stuck supporting you even as his star has grown and even though his time may get more valuable. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he, the, you know, he first do, started doing some small things for us, um, when I'd asked him and, um, um, he'd always showed up. If I ever asked if he, if he couldn't do it, if he was, you know, in Japan, he'd say, I can't, but if he was around and he could do it, he would do anything I asked him to do. He'd bring in toys for the kids, um, mm-hmm. and sign them. And he was such a great sport. Um, you know, you never know what you're going to get with, um, some of the, you know, big celebrities. Right. And, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I knew him as a teenager, but I, now he is a big celebrity and he was just could not have been better with the kids, more endearing, you know, just sort of ignored all the, um, adults around him and yeah. just played with the kids. Which is terrific to know, especially since you, you were telling me he doesn't necessarily have a, a natural connection to cancer or necessarily. I'm, I mean, I'm, I imagine there could be someone in his family, but that's not what drives him. No, well, what drove him, I think, is the Sudbury connection because he, right. he said he's a real hometown boy. Mm-hmm. And um, and he just drew to him. When he came in, though, with the kids, it was he, this one boy that was doing treatment. He said, uh, so what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. For hobbies and and the kitty, I know he's about ten to eight or ten. I don't know. He said, um, "I like to tie knots." <laughs> so Chris said, well, "Okay, you want to tie me up?" So he got his rope out and he wrapped Captain America up. Oh my God! In How... rope tied knots in him. How precious and is that, huh? It was awesome. That's I mean, great. It was really, really awesome. So he did that. He and he also you know did the thing with Chris Pratt. I don't know if you sure. Remember I, the Twitter bowl? The no, I don't know what you mean by Twitter bowl. What is that? Um, it was when the Patriots were in the uh, Super Bowl with Seattle. Oh yeah, and Pratt is a Seattle guy, right? So Chris and Chris started uh, trash talking each other. Yeah. On, oh right, right. On Twitter, mm-hmm. and it got it got really funny, and so they said, you know, let's make a bet, and so the bet was that if the if uh, Seattle won, Chris Evans would dress up as Captain America and go visit the kids at Children's Hospital. Mm. And if the Patriots won, Chris Pratt would come dressed up as uh, Star Lord mm-hmm. and visit Christopher's Haven. That's and, oh, I didn't realize that was Christopher's Haven. That's great. Yeah, yeah and, and, and as as we know, the good guys won. Good guys won. Yep. And Disney shipped me the um, Star Lord, the original Star Lord, Star Lord. Uh, costume. Wow. And they said, um, by the way, how good is your security where you are? And I said, oh, it's awesome. And mm. so I spent the night with the, uh, with <laughs> guarding the costume. The costume, yeah. <laughs> oh, there, there are thousands upon thousands of rabid comic book fans who would give up an appendage for just a look at that costume, I imagine. I know, <laughs> I know. In fact, yeah. this guy that worked for me do you think I could just try it on before? Yeah, you- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you missed an opportunity, Joyce. Like a thousand bucks a pop if you want your picture taken in the costume. Um, well, you know, they wanted yep. to keep that kind of uh, uh, quiet because they didn't want all the paparazzi and the whole thing around the hospital. Sure. And Chris, and of course, they showed up anyway. And mm-hmm. so Chris Pratt said, 
What do you mean the paparazzi are out there? Wouldn't it be good for you guys if they took pictures and we promoted Christopher's Haven? And I said, well, yeah. yeah. I was just trying to respect, you know, what you wanted. He said, oh, let's go. And he went right outside and, like, knocked on the car windows of the paparazzi. I think they all probably almost had a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. And he chatted with them. So, oh, no, they cool. were, it was great. So that yeah, that giant metallic uh, red, white, and blue shield has not gone to his head. That's good. That's good to hear. But um, now I want to ask you a few more questions about Christopher Haven. But before we uh, depart, Chris Evans, are are you going to um, side with him? Because just recently, I know you probably saw this. He's uh, making a point of taking a stand against Tom Brady if Brady continues to support our president. I don't know. This this smells like one of these stories that is a smaller deal than it actually is. I'm I'm sure it is. Yeah. I mean, Chris May has made no. Um, he, he's been very outspoken about his dislike for Donald Trump, and uh, his family is very political. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he ran for office one day. Oh. Uh, I really wouldn't be. Now, now there's someone I can vote for. Get behind <laughs> I, Chris Owens. Seriously, seriously. Yeah. Um, and, and everybody's all known that Tom Brady and Bob Graff are both Trump, you know, supporters. And But Chris mm-hmm. had hoped that he had seen his error in judgment. Right. <laughs> and, 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 didn't, and didn't want to follow Trump anymore. And, I, you know, I, I can't imagine. He, he's such a fan. I can't even imagine yeah. anything <laughs> him out of his fanship. All right. Yeah. And it's it's like it to at some point this whole thing becomes silly because yeah. you know, the way I look at it, I root for Tom Brady and admire him because of what he does on a football field. Or at least ninety percent that's why I root for him. And maybe right. I think he carries himself not but I didn't I didn't uh you know become a fan of his because of his political leaps. So so why <laughs> should I why should I fire him as my favorite quarterback? Right. for his political beliefs, which had nothing to do with why I liked him in the first place. And so well, I, I agree. And I think that this is I, I think Chris was probably half kidding. Yeah, Chris is such a Tom Brady fan that he actually said he doesn't want to meet him mm-hmm. because he's afraid he'll not have his crush on him anymore. Oh, <laughs> see? Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I haven't read too deeply into it. I just saw the headlines and whatnot. But I'm with you. I have a feeling it was. Now, he may have said something like, you know, hey, Tom Brady, now it's time for you to get on the stick, too. And I think that's fine. But, you know, taken to an extreme, people think, oh, he's making a huge deal. He's he's um, excoriating Tom Brady. And I don't know. Yeah. The stuff that people write and come up with and, you know, I and I haven't talked to Chris or his family Mm -hmm. since the article just came out. So I have no idea what he meant by that. But. Well, Chris is a great champion for Christopher's Haven, and Tom Brady's a great champion for Best Buddies, special needs kids. Yeah. So they all do really good things, people. So everybody relax. And now Trump's cutting out the um, Special Olympics funding, so maybe Tom will. Oh, God, I saw that headline too. Oh, oh boy. Everything else that can help anybody. So Yeah, well, that's a whole nother podcast, Joyce. But yeah. um, if you've still got a little time, Tell us um, sort of more of the day-to-day experience at, at Christopher's Haven. Like, so tell us a, what do you call them, residents or? Families. We just call them families. our families. So, um, yeah, what is their experience? Well, it's it mixed. It's different. Some of the kids that have come in have had cancer for a while. Some just heard the news and are, you know, deer in headlights when they get to us. Uh, they come to Boston. Most most of our kids are getting proton uh, beam therapy at Mass General. 
And it's usually about an eight-week outpatient uh, therapy that is absolutely miraculous. It's uh, pinpoints treatment on tumors, like mm-hmm. brain tumors or spinal tumors, things that are in very delicate places. And it absolutely saves lives. So by the time they get there, they're, they're pretty scared. And coming in from, I, we've had them in, come in from China, uh, Siberia, you know, all, all over the world. And it, it, just being dumped in a city would mm-hmm. be so scary. And uh, I can't tell you how many mothers break down when they, they, they first walk into Christmas Haven and see how homey it is and they feel at home. And so we just try to make them take that one thing off their plate to worry about. Right, right. We take, we take care of them. We show them the city if they need to. We, um, we take them to the Red Sox games, to Bruins games, to, you know, uh, duck tours. We, 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 we show them a good time and they actually don't <laughs> – they actually say they don't want to leave, that they're yeah. sad to you because they've made such close friends there. I mean, each of the families are going through the same thing, and it's rare that they have somebody to talk to. So it becomes a very close-knit group. Right. And I take it most of them are leaving for a good reason, that their their treatment is complete, at least for the moment? Right. Yeah. And they, you know, I mean, they, they go home and they sort of hurry up and wait to see if it worked. And we have great results. The Mass General's just... All of the Boston hospitals are just incredible, um, and so we have a we have a pretty good, pretty good results from mm-hmm. from all of this. But they, you know, we celebrate their birthdays and their bell ringing, which is the end of little ceremony they do at the end of their treatment. Mm-hmm. And um, and we have full apartments. It's not they're not just rooms. Most of the places have just a room with like a common kitchen, and you know, right. It, it's and one caretaker, one child. So we have full apartments so that the whole family can come and be together, mm-hmm. and it's fully furnished, fully stocked, fully all linens, everything. We do all of that ourselves, mm-hmm. and um, they feel really at home. We have we do have fun there. We have lots of dinners together every week, mm-hmm. and uh, they just say they don't know what they would have done mm-hmm. if they didn't have Christopher Saban. And I and I think about that a lot. Because I would love to see a Christopher's Haven in a lot of cities. Um, sure. Actually, you know, Atlanta approached us. So we could be, you know, down here. They're, they're lucky that you're there. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, you know yeah. a thing or two. Yeah. Well, Clay, uh, Clay and Lindsay Buckholz helped us out a lot. And oh, they really? Were, yeah, they were one of our biggest contributors. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay's actually still on our board. And so they want us to open up in Houston. So we'll see. Hi, everybody. I'm Chami DePerel. Let me take a minute to tell you about the Boston Podcast Network. How would you like your own podcast? The Boston Podcast Network can produce one for you, whether you're a lawyer, financial advisor, business owner, or really any kind of professional. You should have your voice heard through this exciting new medium. A good podcast is more powerful than traditional advertising. If a prospective client hears your podcast through their earbuds, you're already in their head, literally. Pod617.com will help you deliver a message and build relationships, clients, and centers of influence will delight in being a guest on your show. Go to Pod617.com to start planning. And in the meantime, listen to the great shows they've already produced. Bitchless Bride Podcast, the hilarious show known as Shawshanked, and the wild trip through the paranormal that is Monsterland. 
Be part of the pod revolution. Visit pod617.com. In pod, we trust. So is there, well, let me ask you first, just generally, how, how can people find out more and help you in your mission? Christophershaven.org. Okay. Um, and and I, can, I take it people can can donate right uh, on the yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Please do, people. <laughs> yeah, that, we're completely privately funded. We do um, all of our fundraising ourselves. We don't get any help from any of the hospitals. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, Equity Residential is uh, our landlord, and they help us out a bit. And, um, you know, we're grateful for everybody that helps us. So it's really important that if we um, – that we get all these donations. In fact, once again, our superhero is doing a big campaign with Omaze. Yeah, tell well, me about that. It's fantastic. I mean, you can you go Omaze, uh, you go to omaze.com, mm-hmm. and they, they raffle off chances to um, walk down the red carpet in Hollywood for the premiere of Avengers Endgame, which is his last... Uh, Captain America. Oh my God! Imagine and they fly them out there, put them in a five-star hotel. Is that Uh, is that auction ongoing right now? It is. It goes for two more weeks. Do you know what it's up to? Well, (laughs) there's got to be some, you know, comic book geek zillionaire who made uh, zillions on some dot-com version of a comic book and. Is just gonna go up to like uh, you know a hundred million. Well, that's what I would hope anyway. That would be nice. Then we can open <laughs> up you know a couple hundred more Christmas havens. Um, actually, somebody called me uh, and said or emailed me and said, "Look, I I want to donate because I'm a big fan of Chris Evans, but I'm also I read about your organization. I'm a really big fan. If I make a really really big donation, can you just take me to the take me to the premiere?" Mm. <laughs> And I said, no, I can't. I, it's out of my hands. It's amazing. So, yeah, yeah we have somebody like that. But Well, you know, if we're talking like a million, you could probably make a call to the Omaze people and work something out. Who knows? I'm sure. Yeah. But I, I, it's, up, it's up there. It's almost up there. Oh, well, I got to I gotta check it out because um, that's – that's, there's – People forget there's like a fun part of fundraising. And I've been involved – you know, I've been to plenty of charity auctions and I've been on boards to try to raise money. And it's tough. And, you know, it is it is not easy to wrangle money out of people, even when you're doing it for a really noble cause. And then you get that thing where if you're involved in a bunch and people say, be on this board and you don't want to say no, then you worry that you're going back to the same people asking them for money like, you know, every other week. And there's that. But what's cool is when a website like Omaze does something like this, it breaks all the rules. It's like, you know, you're not even just taking money out of your pocket. You're paying for something really cool. And so uh, check it out. So if you go to omaze.com and then search for... Omaze.com slash Chris. Slash Chris. Okay. Couldn't be easier, people. Uh, And and what's really going to be fun this week is that Mark Ruffalo, all all the Avengers are are doing this for their charities. mm -hmm. Or or most of them. I don't know if all of them are. But uh, Mark Ruffalo is... Um, they're starting a little battle like they did for, I think, like Twitter Bowl. And right. they're going to do some fun video, iPod, um, iPhone videos of, the, of each other at the, you know, 
promoting this and they're right. going to start a little rabble rousing together. So Cool. So, yeah, yeah so if you're wondering, uh, I'm on the website now and if I had a million dollars, Joyce, I swear I'd, I'd pony cool. up. It just doesn't happen to be uh, uh, located in the cushions of my couch right now. But, <laughs> right. but here's the way it reads because this is interesting. Support Christopher's Haven and assemble with Chris Evans at Avengers Endgame premiere yeah they say this is the last movie trust me it's not the last movie yeah <laughs> whenever somebody dies they come back in the next movie somehow um, soap operas. <laughs> what, what's that Joyce I said you've watched soap operas yeah <laughs> that's where they got the idea yeah yeah when Luke Luke cried for a whole month and then Laura just shows up on the balcony of some house well I uh, think uh, several of them have come back to life four or five times yeah well they've only got so many actors although sometimes they have them come back as a different character with like a mustache or something or a um, twin <laughs> or, yeah the evil twin which which right. Hasselhoff has pulled in the past <laughs> uh, so this is what you get if you win the auction for this you and a friend will join Captain America aka Sudbury's own Chris Evans on the red carpet at the premiere of Marvel's Avengers Endgame I think you have to say it like that be among the first to find out what happens after the snap. Now, the snap, I believe, <laughs> this, we're getting into real comic book nerdiness, but my, my comic book friends will be pissed if I don't get this right. I think the snap refers to the thing that happened in the last movie where like half the cast just turned into dust and apparently died. <laughs> yeah. Do you know this, Joyce? You don't know any better than I do. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It, th this is not in your job description. Um who will live? Who will die? What happened to Cap's beard? What happened to Cap's beard? Did he lose his beard? Okay. That's a big question. Everybody wants to know about the beard. Okay. Well, let's... <laughs> well, if you win this bidding, you'll be the first to find out what happens. I don't know what that means. Does it, does it mean like Chris Evans whispers it in your ear before the film premiere? But yeah, it's... he's using that. He's using that, it, that uh, he, they can sell because it, nobody's seeing it. They're first, the first to see it. And he was teasing that they can sell spoilers to all their friends for uh see that's a great idea yeah yeah because yeah. didn't carly simon once famously auction off the answer to the question of who was the subject of your so your so vain yeah um, i think yep, yeah yeah which was which was yeah. genius he, he was it was funny one of, if you watch the video mm -hmm. he says that oh okay really yeah oh check me out um Take home a replica of Captain America's shield signed by Chris. That's a, that that right there is unbelievable. I mean, I'm not even that much of a fan, and and that alone should be. That's got to be a uh, five figure item. That's got to be ten grand for that right there. Yeah, it's be, a lot. Be flown out to a top secret location and put up in a four star hotel. I love this. This is such a great idea. This yeah. is so great. All the money goes to Christopher's Haven, a home for kids when cancer hits home. So yeah, so that I just read what you find on omaze.com backslash Chris. And uh, I'm going to check it out. And I'm going to be very sad when I find out the bidding's up to 50 grand. But um, no, it's not bidding. Oh, it's not bidding. No. Oh, no, yikes. Okay. Well, which all the better. Now I have no excuse. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm clicking on this purple button that says enter now. You can buy one ticket or you can buy 2,500 tickets and people have. People have bought amazing amounts of tickets by themselves for this. The, his fans are like no others. We we actually have people call Christopher Saban and say, 
Uh, hi, I'd like to speak, speak to Chris Evans, please. <laughs> <laughs> All the time. And then they get mad when we won't let him talk to him. And I keep trying to tell them, well, he's not here. <laughs> you, uh, you don't understand. This is the Hulk. I need to talk to Chris <laughs> Evans. <laughs> oh, I, listen, we could have a whole other podcast about the dealings we've had with some of his fans. Oh, it's yeah. pretty outrageous. God bless him, right? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Joyce, up against the clock a little bit, but this has been fun. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it worthwhile. What What have I left out? Have I left out anything that people should know about Christopher Saban? Um, no, we're just, we're a happy place. We love to have volunteers and 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 people to help out. Of course, we love donations. Um, is there is there an event? Is there a signature event or anything coming up? In yes, the there is. In fact, um, okay. we have, and this is an interesting one. Um, it's a fashion show. Mm. for the kids and wives of Red Sox, Patriots, and Bruins. Oh, my goodness. And I want to go. Uh, oh, it's, it's, you, you should go. It okay. is so great. And what's crazy is last year was the first year we had a bunch of Patriots. Mm-hmm. And we had uh, Tuka Rask, and we had Bergeron there, too. He walked. Couple and of they bees, all, yep. all of the men wanted to walk down the runway with their families. Cool. So we got scrambling. Bloomingdale's was luckily able to give us men's clothes. They can't do it this year, so we're scrambling trying to. Oh, find they it. they wanted not just to walk down; they wanted to be outfitted. They wanted to be part oh, of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's it's a fantastic. We, that's our only, um, the only event that we do by ourselves. We have other people that are kind enough to run events for us, but this is ours. It's at the state room. I know uh, where the state room is, right down by the water, right um, by uh, the. It's by Faneuil Hall there, right on State Street. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different place. Oh, the well, state, no, the state room. Oh, I'm sorry. It, yeah, it's 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 uh, wicked high in the sky. It's uh, it's <laughs> right. Yeah, the state room on uh, right on State Street, and I don't, I forget the address, but but anyway, people can. I, I, I take, say that one more time, Joyce. It's May sixteenth. May 16th, and I take it we can find all the info, and I hope buy tickets uh, yep. at Christopher'sHaven.it's.org, right? Yep, you absolutely can. A, right. We have so much fun. Everybody says it's like one of the best events they've been to. It's really, it's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, go in there and check it out. You can see hockey players dressed in something other than hockey sweaters that smell like the third ring of hell. You know that well, smell. That smell I, is, oh, boy. Can I tell you, there's nothing cuter than watching Tuka Rask, who's, what, 6'7"? Right. In the back with his two gorgeous, tiny, little, blonde-headed, curly-haired girls oh. in, in hot pink rhinestones, and he's teaching them how to walk down the runway. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't, and of course, I didn't have a camera because it was the mo- one of the most precious moments I've seen in a long time. That's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's like um, uh, Andre the Giant trying to, uh, you know, teach someone how to be dainty and oh, he was putting <laughs> in the hip sways and his hands <laughs> on his hips, and he, the girls were following after him trying to do it, and he was doing it much better than them. So, it was well, yeah, I mean, well, you got to pivot in the net, so I'm sure right. you know he uh, applied some of those moves. That's right. awesome. That sounds like fun. So May May 16th, go May to 16th. Chris- go on our website, get tickets, and um, and all the other details. I love it. All right, Joyce, I, I hope you enjoyed yourself. We will. Um, we, I want to check in with you in the future because who knows what um, what uh, mediocre comic uh, 
comic book movie will turn around and become something so great to help kids with cancer. That's what I call um, a happy ending to the story. So, um, and um, just please know that um, you deserve a lot of credit for what you're doing and oh, not you. everyone's willing to put in time to help kids, even if it's just for a, a few moments in their life, really lift their spirits. Um, I think it's wonderful. Uh, I've, I've got my Omaze page open so I can do a small part to contribute, and you should too. So, Wouldn't Joyce, that be wild if you won? what's that? Wouldn't that be wild if you won? <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the Boston Podcast. Check out all we have to offer at pod617.com. And if you like this podcast, do me a favor share it with a friend or a colleague. Please subscribe to us. The thing is free for crying out loud. I'm working pretty hard here, and you're getting everything. <sighs> Deep breaths. Thanks again for listening to the Boston Podcast, and enjoy your day, Boston.